Welcome back to Dead Meat, bitch. Mm. It's been a while. Uh, I thought you didn't like Stained. It's good to be home. <laughs> nah, shut up, Mike. Restart it. Start from the beginning. <laughs> and everything you no, no, can remember. No, 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 no. We got to go back and see Stained. Our tickets are still good. Uh, no, I think they're only bringing Godsmack back. I'll make sure. Stain, Stain, Stain played there. their set. They're in the clear. They can keep. They can get back on the bus. Godsmack has to come back and stand alone. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Bring them back to the fucking pavilion or wherever the fuck we were. Welcome, Blake Wexler. How are you, buddy? It's great to see you guys. Thank you for having me. We were just great. talking about uh, Chinese buses. We you two have extensive... Bro, the Chinatown mm -hmm, bus was mm -hmm. my lifeline. That was my, that was yeah. my only connection to... I, that was the only way I even knew New York City was a real place. Was the was the nine dollar Chinatown bus that was like, it was imagine if uh it, it was Spirit Bus basically, it was Spirit Bus lanes yeah and that like half of them caught on fire mm -hmm. uh at least dude the meals you would smell the speakerphone conversation it was like public it was take all of the hell of public transportation the fights the fucking uh, the, the cell phones at full volume and then. Take that and go, this is the pros. Mm -hmm. You've been called up to the majors, and that's the Chinatown boss. It was the most like intense, boring three hours of your life. It took longer than any other mode, and uh, damn, dude, I was just thinking about how, how much I miss it. <laughs> I, buddy. I would never have like unplanned bus layovers before where <laughs> it would, I would take it from Boston back to Philly when I was going to school in Boston and they'd be like uh, you would smell a burnt a burning smell and then you'd pull into a mall like a mall that hasn't been operational in you'd decades. be better off in an yeah. ox drawn cart oh 100% and then that's how they towed them I think yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. a new bus would arrive they'd hand you off to that bus send you to New York then you get on a new bus and then that one would break down it was on I once took four buses on the way back from New York well, to the, Philly. Dude, they the, kept catching a blaze. The nice thing about a Chinatown bus fire yeah. is the smell of the live chickens cooking. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> so you at least have that. Mother cluckers. <laughs> yes, mother buddy. cluckers. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Chat, welcome back. It's good to see everybody. It's good to be home. Man. We just came back from Vegas. What do you think of Vegas? Please? I hate it. Uh, yeah. It makes me What's your sick. general opin opinion of Las Vegas? Uh it makes me sick. I think it's unnecessary and <laughs> it's a dying it's dying like it's death rattle so far away. It's actually just been death rattling, I think. Where I think it's been a prolonged death rattle since yeah. like the 1800s. A hundred percent. They figured out like long distance irrigation and that was just like god damn these people are going to uh, slowly bake in the sun. Yeah, it was and they still are alive and I was telling Mike the the main time like the one one time I really went was like probably 10 years ago. I was maybe 23 and just my buddies surprised me. I was already drunk. We were living in LA. I threw on a suit and didn't pack a bag. I put my night retainer that I wear in my mouth in one pocket, <laughs> toothbrush in the other pocket, and then just what, like $40 in cash? I had no money. And then I slept on this chair. You slide the retainer to a blackjack dealer. I'm all in. This is all I have. And then I slept on a chair that I remembered smelled like such a taint. And it was like <laughs> literally as if it was lined in it was such a bad smell where even when you're fucked up I'm they like, have casino workers going around like a like a uh, exterminators <laughs> just mist. spraying yeah. taint yeah. mist <laughs> they got on up. all the furniture to, to keep the immigrants from falling asleep <laughs> <laughs> it was effective yeah yeah I, I mean I'm a fucking American and I couldn't fall asleep on that goddamn thing what do you think about 
Vegas. If I can point I at you. I have mixed feelings. <laughs> I have mixed feelings. I had the best time of my entire life yes. a couple weekends yes. ago, but like that was it, it was it's almost like uh being on Mars and anytime you go outside of like the life bubble, you're uh-huh. just your eyeballs are being sucked out of your head. You're watching <laughs> I dude, I watched a legless child dance for money on the sidewalk and I just went, "Whoa." Jesus. While his parents just kind of like stood there like Recording and like making sure people will give him like a buck or two, and I was just like, "Well, this is maybe the darkest visage of my entire life." Fucking Christ! And you that, can smell his nub for twenty bucks. Pretty fucking. And then uh, inflation. That's not a bad. It's not a bad deal. I mean, yeah, twenty bucks today for smelling nubs. Back when I was a kid. I mean, it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the biggest difference between now and last year. Last year, I didn't notice as many fucked up kids. Like this time. Mm-hmm. It's like there was like a, li- a, a like a group limb accident. I'm, ta- I'm talking about like a nine year old with an Oscar Pistorius leg, kind of just like <laughs> shuffling around a little bit while people just like they were watching it, not knowing if they were being entertained or if they were just like, is this a crisis situation? No, that's Blade Boy. It's Blade. <laughs> <laughs> what you saw Blade Boy. His parents were holding a sign that said, "Come see Blade Boy." Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> it was cool watching the people. Um, so we were on like Fremont Street, and there's mm-hmm. these black circles taped out on the ground everywhere and at night people come out and they do like they juggle or like do magic or break dance or whatever and during the day homeless people just try to like claim them and set up shop jesus and they yeah they're almost like fucking video game npcs and you just see them and they give you like a little bit of a side quest or something but (laughs) it was very cool watching in the daytime watching the people who came to uh downtown vegas and just got so fucked up that it never ended like you could see people wearing the last change of clothes that they brought somewhere and just they're three years in like dude there was business casual homeless people where it was just like i came here for a tech conference that prostitute was pretty nice to me for a while and then i had no way to get home and no one ever wants to see me again (laughs) so i just kind of like you would see them they would they would kind of just like shuffle around and then like if a guy was like playing guitar for money they would kind of like start dancing in front of him like hey i'm also you know, if you want to tip me too. Yeah. And then the guitar player would get like aggressive. It, dude, it was, I mean, pretty grim stuff. Other than that, dude, best time of my entire life. It looked like a blast. Yeah. Incredible, baby. Yeah. Man, I had so much fun at the strip club with my wife. That's so fucking funny. This is, uh, this is why I was beating around the bush. <laughs> this is where I, this so, is, so were you. This is exactly where You're I wanted to be. You're getting beaten by the bush. <laughs> Blake, uh, was yeah. it everything you hoped for? Incredible, man. <laughs> so the last night of Skankfest, like, uh, Tim and I were hosting the uh, strip club after party mm-hmm. at, uh, Peppermint, uh, Peppermint Hippo, Hippo, which was very nice place. Also, it had a barker. The barker for the Peppermint Hippo was a uh, midget who didn't speak English who wore a like cartoonish like blue hippo costume. You can't find good help. You go, hey, he was like trying to draw people over to like a, a bus that was going to like give you free transport <laughs> to the strip club. He go, hey, baby, how's it going to be? Yeah, beep, beep, beep. And none of us made the connection that this tiny person in a hippo costume was there for the strip club. We were just like, what's this fucking freak doing out here? But you didn't want to just go with him just to find out? No! (laughs) What are you talking about? That felt like an anglerfish situation where the closer you get to that, the closer you are to like a Mexican person just eating you alive. (laughs) Yeah, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> so Mike followed that one. Yeah, so I got I got on the bus that he led me to. Of course, crazy. And yeah. uh, he fell up the stairs of the uh, the party bus. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, and, like, he, That's he smacked his forehead on the step in front of him. <laughs> and nobody nobody tried to help him because 
you know, you can't because it's it's demeaning to try to pick him up and kiss his boo boo and of make course. sure he's all right. Yeah, he's furniture at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we ended up at the uh, Peppermint Hippo, and uh, I brought my wife, and uh, she said she was excited to go, and I thought she was just humoring me. But watching this bitch in the strip club, it was like watching, you know when babies get glasses and they see their mom for the first time? <laughs> That's how this bitch was acting in the strip club. <laughs> she was hamming it up. Uh, a lady gave her a lap dance. It was very nice. Um, I, I was trying to watch this lady give uh, my wife a lap dance, but uh, Justin Silver came over to try to, to say something very nice to me, and, and I was like, oh, man, I really just want to watch this right now. Man, please. <laughs> he sensed your sexual, uh, I don't know, uh, attention. Oh, man. And he went, hey, Mike. Eh. And <laughs> yeah. he started rubbing your shoulders and shit. I wish I could have disengaged my head from my body, put it on the table in front of my wife and this hooker, and had my body have the conversation with Justin. While he said it's like a great nice. lap dance. Who books that? <laughs> <laughs> Not now, Justin. <laughs> this is the single most important sexual experience of my entire life. <laughs> oh, this was so nice too. After the lady was done, uh, she was starting to walk away. I was like, "Wait a minute, what do I owe you?" She's like, "Just give me whatever you want." <laughs> I mean, that hey, could be well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. How nice is that? That's very sweet. The yeah. suggested donation is one hundred and eighty-five dollars, but whatever. <laughs> seriously, whatever's in your yeah. pockets right now would mm -hmm. be good. <laughs> Oh, thank cheap. you. <laughs> Had your wife ever been to one no. before? Oh, cool. No, first time. Yeah. Really enjoyed the ladies. Really enjoyed uh, the um, the playlist. Uh-huh. You know, all, all the people she likes are there. <laughs> Just, you know, the stars aligned for a very yeah. nice evening, man. Yeah. You know, I, all my buddies were there, too, so I was having fun. Yeah, it was cool watching the homies have a good time. I actually had kind of a weird experience there because I was like, we were in the VIP area and like I was just, you know, I was I, I was hamming it up. I was dancing for my friends to all the cool music and I'm a, I'm a pretty, I would say, not gifted dancer, but I can really express myself. I can see you have moves, yeah. And I'm around all my retarded boys and as I'm like, as I'm like dancing and there's like bottle service and stuff like that and, you know, having a great time, uh, I feel two hands wrap around me and one gets full handful of penis and balls and mm -hmm. the other one is like on my chest and Justin Silver? <laughs> well, no, I actually in my head I went that's Ryan Shaner for sure. And I was like judging the height of the person based it's on like, like the angle of the hands. I went that's exactly Ryan Shaner's height. <laughs> yeah. And then I I'm like ah, I'm like kind of like laughing and I'm looking at all my friends faces and they're all kind of like Ugh. and I went this isn't a bro, is it? <laughs> Fuck. And I I said I swear to god if this is a lady behind me I'm going to scream. I turned around and it was like a cross-eyed hooker and I was just like uh, she got you. Ruined you. all my fucking fun, man. I'm trying to great time with my boys yeah the strippers really do ruin your good time at the strip club they won't yeah. leave me alone man dude one came up to me she's like uh she's like so somebody tells me you have a podcast that's a good pickup line oh. uh, you got a podcast and then she's like i was trying to like direct her to del Calo, and she's like why are you being so weird right now it's like can you imagine how this feels for me yeah yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I guess. Yeah. I, I guess you know. I don't. I don't know much about stripper sales tactics, but the lady that came up to me, she said, "Everyone, everyone says that you're like the coolest and funniest guy here." And I, like, in my head, I was just like, "Cause I'm, I'm." Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> all of like my proclivities and hobbies and stuff like that are like I'm you know there's infinite universes where there's infinite versions of me that are all you know different in different ways 
I'm I'm probably one universe away from a very lonely Tim who never has any human connections and only <laughs> plays video games. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I I I think I, we're a tragedy in this universe away from that. Happening. <laughs> I think that's, that's very distinctly I, I'm possible. Saying we're like a minor disturbance away <laughs> yeah. from that. Happening. We're a tragedy, a knife's edge. Yeah. So I I I tap into that guy's brain all the time, and I think about him, and I go, damn, that would have worked on him. That would have he would have had a tough night. <laughs> Tim, do you think they do like it? Like an info session, like in Top Gun, where they're all sitting there taking the, notes. The control room. When they know who's coming in. That's so funny. We've got a tall, weird pussy coming in. Um, Go and flirt with them. They did. Remember, they said that they had a booklet that went around with the uh, whales that were coming. The in? whales, yeah, yeah. So all the whales from uh, Gas Digital and all the whales that were going to be at yeah. the bank fest, uh, they compiled their info and their faces into a booklet that they gave out to all the hookers. The front like, cover was Jodorowsky's face. <laughs> like paparazzi, like paparazzi do that. I think on when they're on the oh, red okay. carpet, they have like photos where it's oh, that's blah 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 from blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. But instead with Joe DeRosa from Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so instead of TMZ, it's HPV. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, what do we got? We got Mike Rainey getting his dick sucked while his wife's taking a shit. <laughs> That's just what the picture is. Like that's your headshot. Yeah, yeah. I um the first time I ever saw bottle service, I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And it was right when I moved to LA and my buddy knew a guy who was on an HBO show. He's like, Oh, come to this fucking club. And I'm like, I've never done that in my life, but I'll go. And I didn't have any money, so I brought a flask with me and get through security, get to the table, and I see a bottle there. And I'm like, these fucking idiots left the whole bottle. Let's drink it before they come back. So I grabbed it. I started pouring up everybody's like water glasses with it. Oh, so like pint glasses. I then drank out of my flask, started filling up my flask with the bottle. And then my buddy, they were all looking horrified at me. And my buddy comes back. He goes, dude, that's fucking bottle service. It was like a $300 bottle. I'm like, oh, well, didn't I still don't know what that is. That's it. Yeah. It's over for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I guess <laughs> I'm going to go I'm, shuffle around outside for 14 years. Yeah. If you don't mind. <laughs> I got to move. I got to head back. <laughs> I got to head to Albany. Mm. Yeah. I, I, uh, my, the other thing that this lady didn't know about me was that there was at the time a ketamine lozenge, uh, dissolving under my tongue. Holy shit. And, uh, the way it was explained to me, it was, it, it was like, it's going to take like 15 minutes to fully dissolve. But by that time it's going to be, you're going to be fully locked in. Mm -hmm. And so like, as I'm like, kind of like creating distance and going like, look, you're barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> and then I got to a point where I could only move one joint in my body at a time. Somebody <laughs> tells me you have a tree I should be barking up. <laughs> look, lady, I don't know what they told you about me, but this is the right <laughs> I thought you were Shader. And then uh, <laughs> Luke, lady, you seem Shader. nice, but the truth is I thought you were one of my best friends behind She's five foot six and equally sexually aggressive. <laughs> so if you don't mind, I'm going to. And then I got back on the. We had the party bus driver take us back to the hotel, and uh, I cried. I cried on the party uh, oh, bus. Oh Jesus! A beautiful cry. Uh, yeah, it was a. No, it was like the. It was a, an apex of my entire experience on this planet. That's uh, okay. sweet. Yeah. Was, I mean, That's it was. Really I was seeing yeah. fireworks in my mind and sharing a moment with my lady. 
and I, I truly, I don't think I've ever felt as much as I did in that moment. I was like, well, it was worth the trip. Oh, brother. Amazing. I would, brother, I wish I gave the driver a hundred bucks and I said, hey, could you take the long way back to the Golden Nugget? And we loaded up the party bus and we just drove around blasting music in a laser party bus. <laughs> very, very high. That's amazing. It was a really great time. That's such a sweet trip. <laughs> I had the best time ever. That does sound nice, but I wish your crying spell happened at the strip club where mm -hmm. everybody could Oh, see. me too. <laughs> yeah. Everyone here, all, everyone told me that you're the guy that fucking is a big pussy and cries all the time. <laughs> so that's, you know what, lady? That's exactly right. I'm a faggot. <laughs> yeah, it was a great, it was a really nice time. Yeah, Vegas is a pit, but that was a very nice experience. But again, every time, if you could get from, um, like, attraction to attraction without experiencing any of, like, the you know immigrant families pushing a baby stroller carrying two uh margarita bongs <laughs> if you could avoid <laughs> that kind of like you'd be like damn dude i'm actually having pretty oh fuck <laughs> the human experience dips pretty low doesn't it now that's the long way that's mm. the longest way possible <laughs> to get around that route <laughs> to enter washington state <laughs> in order lot, to avoid dude, that a lot of hispanic children on that on that street man not the place for them <laughs> really I, not the place I was there once and it snowed and I couldn't stop falling down. It was one of these things <laughs> where my shoe, I was, I just couldn't keep my footing. And I think I fell like 11 times on one block. It was just fucking unbelievable. I've never felt. Was anyone more. else falling or was it just you? Some people fell once, but I just couldn't you keep learn fucking how to falling. Oh yeah, I also <laughs> I was also doing a handstand uh, uh, the entire time. I think might have been what it was. Do you think it's because your retainers were strapped to your feet instead of <laughs> they were <laughs> they were shoes? my bad ones, my backups were strapped to my feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, it was really great. I'm excited to be home, dude. The last night, it was like probably a half hour after we got back from that peppermint uh, hippo. My wife and I, we fell asleep. Uh, Dude, I was a sexual dynamo on this trip. That's neither here nor there. No, I mean, it is oh, here. It, it is there. here, actually. Yeah, yeah, it, was it, was, it was both there, yeah, and now and it is now here. It's here as well. Yeah. What are you talking about? What mm -hmm. kind of stuff are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was rotten. Frontwards, backwards. Yeah. All, all around. <laughs> side to side. Yeah, side to side. It's like a reverse, reverse. Yeah. Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> but, yeah. What kind of stuff were you getting into? Just a bunch of... Uh, Vaginal penetration? Yeah, you mm. know. A man. bunch of vaginal penetration? I'm a meat and potatoes guy. I don't really Ooh. venture too far away no, from no, pussy. No. Yeah, a lot no. of caveman I'm missionary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you say I don't venture too far away from pussy, Blake? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Michael. Yeah. yeah. Were, you very it was were, you, nice. were you a demanding lover all weekend? Uh, not even demanding, man. I just uh, I just tug at my wife's pants and she... <laughs> She gets it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like the copper tone baby. She just turns around and goes with it. <laughs> but dude, after we got back, um, fell asleep and about a half hour after falling asleep, some fucking animal pulls the fire alarm on our floor. And it isn't just an alarm going off. It's an automated voice saying, emergency, please find like the nearest exit. So it was two floors that had to evacuate. And I thought it was like the whole fucking golden nugget. But we got outside and it was just two floors. Um, Everybody's in a daze. Nobody knows what the fuck's happening. This is probably like 4.30 in the morning. However, once we get outside, everybody's just trying to make sense of what's happening. And uh, I somehow bump into Gay Blind Mike. And he's like, Rainy. He's waving me down. He's like, Rainy. Hey, Mike. <laughs> he's like, Rainy, uh, do you think the, the culprit might have been two midgets in a trench coat? <laughs> 
Good one, Gabe Wine Mike. Yeah, he was on fire all week in his usual man. I was doing a very so our friend Gabe Wine Mike yeah. is uh like five foot one. Sick. And uh, he's a, he's a terrific dancer, and he's always the first dude to start dancing. And he just like he can't see fucking shit, and he just doesn't care, and he throws his body around. So what I ha- what I would do uh, all weekend is I would I would walk up. Uh, yeah, you could surprise him pretty easily. So I would catch him surprise. <laughs> I say, hey Mike, dude, could, uh, why don't we start dancing a little bit? And he'd be like, okay. And he start dancing, <laughs> and then I would stand behind him and act like I was doing a marionette thing. And I'm like, yeah, uh, uh, a little bit of that. Uh, and it was my favorite bit all week. It's weekend. a great bit. We got all the way to Monday morning, and I was like, dude, that marionette thing was so funny. He's like, what marionette thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, another another highlight was him stage, stage diving oh, oh, into no. the section of crowd that had just moved out of the way. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. His eyes do not work, and he went straight to the floor. Man. But, yeah. It was a seated show, and he just... <laughs> <laughs> Do a bunch of cheers. He, he dove head first into a tuba in the orchestra pit. Yeah. He's still like, kamikaze his, his legs strike. Out. <laughs> 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 yep. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, oh, uh, people should keep an eye out. We did a. We recorded um, um, Chris Vega and oh, Mike so Harrington's podcast Notes of a Goon. We were supposed to be on with uh, this pretty intense MMA guy, Jake Shields, who's got some like pretty, you know serious opinions on twitter so i was kind of excited to pick his brain but he was like he was like yeah i'm just gonna get some pussy instead so he bailed on the podcast so Mm. we just went and um if i i don't know if they're gonna be able to release that it was it might be unusable a little too spicy Uh, just maybe too retarded but if you have a if that does come out and you have a chance please go uh check that out you'll really enjoy it (laughs) if that was releasable yeah it's hard to know for sure but if it does get released we had Listen all of our it. friends that we were like kind of partying with. We went, oh, fuck, we forgot we have to go do this podcast. So we crammed them into a recording, a, a makeshift recording studio, which was, it looks like, I think it was like an HR director's office that they cleared <laughs> out to. Yeah, it did feel like you were in trouble. Yeah. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much the, the the update. That's how the weekend went, pretty much. Uh, every show was killer. Um, I'm not going to uh, blather on too much about it aside from those were like the highlights outside of, you know, the shows and stuff like that. Oh, uh, they fucked up the dad meat, uh, audio for the third year in a row. Trifecta. Can you believe it? Um, but, uh, I think Rob Cruz has been working hard in the, in the lab trying to get us something. Yeah. We it. spent a uh, most of yesterday. It's the, it's ready to go, but just, you know, how do they fuck it up? Well, I know they poured water on the soundboard intentionally <laughs> right before it started. <laughs> the, well, this time we were pretty early on the weekend. We were Friday at two p.m. and I don't know if any podcasts had gone before us. And they hired a company to just set up all the recording equipment. Hmm. And that company apparently came in and they crisscrossed two wires. They put the in and the out and the out and the in. Fuck me. And so. Uh, they didn't realize until, you know, well after we were done. So the rest of them were perfect, I guess. But ours, for the, I mean, third year in a row. Incredible. And is is dog shit. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> for us, thank you, brother. I am. I am. I hate when technical shit gets fucked up. It drives me fucking crazy. It's yeah. such a trigger for me. But, I mean, for what it's worth, I mean, whatever we're able to salvage. I, I wasn't I done to, to I wasn't done talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I was so, I, I had so clearly paused and was completely done. I was joking. I just wanted to be silly. <laughs> just a total yeah. psycho. I think whatever they would be salvaged, um, I would like to put out because it was such a fun fucking show. Yeah. I am bummed that not everybody was allowed to get in. 
It's uh, oh, edited and ready to go. So, oh, thank you. They had to turn people away from our show. There was so many people that wanted to come see us. They, dude, they had them seated. the The theater was full, and then there was three rows of people sitting on the floor. Congrats! And then they had to. I know, but I feel terrible. I feel terrible that they had to turn people away. And it's like, you know, it's not our call. Obviously, I would have put us in a bigger room. Mm-hmm. You know, I would. I'm I'm sorry for you guys. You know. That's who. That's who. I. That's who really suffers in this is the children. Mm-hmm. The children hurt the most. Um, <laughs> oh, dude! I got. Oh, so uh, they also had a guy. They had a comp, a contest for a listener, um, for whoever had the worst life, to to get. Oh uh, they God. they they brought the finalists out, gave them all access passes, but one of them was this dude Tracy. I think oh, he's, he's the man right now. Yeah, this dude Tracy in the chat. He's a jujitsu guy, so I've like I've talked to him here and there online. Um, we've tried to like train together and stuff like that. Um, but they brought him out and I haven't watched the episode yet, so I don't have his full story. Um, but, uh, he wins this worst life contest and they also have an adult film actress. Um, <sighs> what lady judging was it, Tracy? Judging, judging. The oh, worst oh, 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 oh. And part of his prize was she took him back to a hotel room and uh, like put him through the ringer. It turns out. <laughs> He said, that's so sweet. He was, he, that's sweet. He said he was a virgin and she took him back to the hotel. And I, like he said, she did everything. Man. Like he looked, dude, it seriously looked like a grenade went off in his ear. Like the, he was just like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, she did everything, man. <laughs> that's like your first, the first fucking fight going against Kimbo Slice. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. unfair for him. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. Really, no, I don't think it was Alexis Fox. She, no, it wasn't her. She was on the, the naked roast. But uh, anyway, it was, whew, what, a, what a cool thing for that dude. Brennan McKenna was the name. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm, dang, good for him, man. Good for him. There were what a ton of Philly guys there, right? Like, weren't the, like, do-rag guys there? And then Yeah, they weren't they even were the booked. highlight, man. Yeah. Rob, Rob was booked, but, like, uh, Naeem and Drew were not booked, and they just showed up, and they were our guests for a dad meet, so we really awesome. that out. They were so much fucking I fun. love them. They're great. Dude, Drew. <laughs> Tracy said, I was on drugs and got my butthole eaten. Dude, it was wild. <laughs> Has Drew and Naeem and Rob talked about uh, the, their experience with Brendan Schaub on Do-Rag yet? I, Danny, would know. At the, at the, uh, at the Skank Fest? Uh, right. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, okay. not well, I'll let them elaborate more, but like that was probably the funniest thing that I experienced all weekend. Amazing. Is uh, the, the collateral effect of their interaction with Brendan Schaub. What happened with Brendan Schaub? There was a do rag uh, territory oh, dispute. Oh, yes, was there yeah, not? Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about that. And Naeem and him became friendly, and Naeem couldn't follow through with the gag that they were going to pull during Fighter and the Kid. And Drew was texting Naeem. He's he's like, "Look, we're all here. They're all them and the fans were all wearing do rags in the back of the room." And Naeem's like, "I can't do it, man. I, I like him too much now." <laughs> <laughs> I love Naeem. I wish you didn't tell me that. I have to talk to Naeem. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have, to have a strategic meeting with Naeem. Like, dude, we, we can't be letting things like this happen. Yeah, those guys are the fucking best, man. Yeah, it was cool. How did your wife like it? Oh, she had the best time ever too. Um, had she been to Vegas before? Yeah, she went last year, mm-hmm. and she. I think she's been since. It's just you know, Vegas sucks, but if you have all your homies there, you can really mm-hmm. just be retarded. Like, you went to Skankfest. You didn't go to Vegas, right? Pretty like, you, it just happened to. Yeah, be I don't in do the strip. Vegas. I want to yeah. do this. I want to go to the Sphere. I want to go to the Sphere that thing so looks bad. Wild, yeah. Everyone hates it. I Everyone every, has a problem. With all, it. <laughs> everything I've seen about it is people just mad as fuck about it. I'm just like, why? What do you guys hate? Nice, cool things? Yeah. 
You know, it's got a it's got a weird smiley face on it. Like twenty three hours out of the day, it's ruined the sanctity of Vegas. It's a scar on the face of fucking ugly ass fucking Vegas. Yeah, just dude, keep it. I'm I'm pumped because obviously, you know, when civilization crumbles or we we kill ourselves, I'm mm-hmm. pu- I hopefully they have a plan for that to stay on for like ten thousand years and someone finds it. That'll be the last one left. The That'd last nice building. Yeah. You know, it's it's got like seventy five million LEDs in it. Jesus. How can you, uh, you not respect 75 million LEDs? <laughs> are we are we are we going to pretend that that's not great? <laughs> Chip, if you could pick it's one thing. It's driving me crazy. There's one thing that you could pick to be shown on the sphere. What would you have? I hope show? Solo's butthole. Uh 24 hours a day. <laughs> 24 hours a day for 10,000 years it would show Hope Solo's butthole. <laughs> Drew Montana's baptism <laughs> <laughs> would probably be it. <laughs> no, his prom picture, maybe. Oh my, yo, they his white found, suit prom picture. Who's a LinkedIn? Did they find? Lemaire's? Was it Drew's? I think they found Drew's LinkedIn account. Oh, Jesus, and it was when you take. Us, I don't know if he's qualified for any job on LinkedIn. I think it became abundantly clear that he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I think like a skill of his was English. We reviewed his. I found his resume because they had me go into the drive to pull something else up. Oh, maybe so that's I opened what it was. up his resume. It's, it's fucking brutal. It's all gaps. All ga- yeah. it's, it's He's only worked at gaps and had gaps in his point. Right. I mean, what happened was his accomplishments. Uh, one of them was he filmed something on his cell phone that ended up being breaking news on <laughs> Action Six or something. That was one of his uh, accomplishments. Like Drew. Was it a frog accident? <laughs> I don't even know what it was. <laughs> it was like a car accident or something, I think. Dude, now seems like a great time to thank our newest sponsor, Tim. We had a new sponsor today. Mm. Oh, tell me about it. Have you uh, gotten your care package yet? Is this from Water, Water Boy? Boy? Oh, yeah, I've been using it. I, you know what? I just get stuff in the mail, and I just start using it, and I go, well, that's nice of them. This is a part of my life now. I like this. Yeah, this yeah. great. Whoa. Sent a very nice hat, and they sent the product, too. And if you want to check it out, when you've gone a little too hard over the weekend, you need Water Boy. It's a hydration powder formulated to cut your hangover time in half. They've even added ingredients to help with nausea, fatigue, and the dreaded anxiety. They have awesome flavors like strawberry lemonade, Lemon lime, blue raspberry, so you can go all weekend long and recover the next morning with a new delicious flavor. I've been using them. I've been, <clears throat> you know, I don't, I don't drink a ton, but I've been using them to uh, hydrate myself for my intense workouts for this fucking boxing match. I took one just to have something sweet to sip on. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you're also fucking. I, you're probably drinking enough Corona Zeros to damage your liver. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have been putting them bad boys back. But <laughs> Waterboy fucking rules. Waterboy is gluten free, dairy free, vegan, caffeine free, and made in the USA with ginger, L-theanine, and over nine times the electrolytes of other popular sports drink brands. Waterboy will bring you back from the dead. Hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy's their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with the anxiety alone. For a limited time, the Dab Meat listeners get an exclusive 15% off when they use the code FATBIRD at waterboy.com. That's 15% off with code FATBIRD at waterboy.com. It is. You guys did such a great job of reading that ad. And then it is, it's like, oh, we are still on Dab Meat. You know what I mean? Like, it does remind you fairly quickly of, oh, right, fat, seeing that in print, typed out FATBIRD in all caps was very, was very jarring. And reassuring at the same time. It would always elicit a reaction when I would uh, when I would uh, cold message people about what I wanted, which would result in a phone call. Mm-hmm. And it would inevitably be some middle twenty something, very nice lady, 
asking what they wanted our promo code to be. <clears throat> yeah. Fat bird. You say fat. I'm sorry, bird. Am I hearing that? Bird? Fat bird. Bird. Sometimes One word. It, sometimes they would enjoy it and other times it would just elicit <laughs> a sound that they didn't know would come out of their body. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> yeah, but what are boy rules? That sounds great. Yeah. Very tasty stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll try it. You still drinking a lot? <laughs> you still uh, drinking to I, almost a problem? Am I shaking violently currently in my, in my chair? You still <laughs> teetering on the edge of complete destruction? Uh, not nearly as much. Like I do like to have a drink, but um, no, not nearly as not nearly as much. Yeah, it's now an intentional of out with my wife. Let's go drink afterwards, mm-hmm. or at a game, or going uh, just for a walk at two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, throw a couple back. No, I actually um, really don't like get shit faced anymore, which is good. There had, there was that one incident (laughs) when I did your show those years, like all those years. Remember when I came out with, so this was the drunk, this is when I stopped drinking before I went on stage and I was back in town from LA and my wife and I, now wife, were doing this like wine paint night and I drank two bottles of wine at it. And was like, oh, uh, Mike and I forget who were you were who you were doing the show with. It was at Good Good Comedy Club. You were hosting it with someone, and I was like, hey, do you mind if I like do a set on the show? I show up blackout drunk, walk on stage with a painting of a golden retriever that I did that I just didn't acknowledge. I just didn't have a place to put it, so I put the painting of this fucking dog on the stage. Mm-hmm. Start blabbering, m bombing. Then I noticed the front row, no one was laughing. It was a bunch of guys. So in my fucked up head, I was like, I know if I tickle them, then they'll laugh. So I approached the strangers and start tickling them with my hand. Thank God they didn't fucking punch me right in the goddamn face well, and knock good, me good. out. You're probably pretty safe. I was pretty... <laughs> yeah. The good, good comedy. Thank God none of you. these guys broke <laughs> their wrist on my head. Yeah. <laughs> and, I never uh, thought of tickling people, though. That is like, you know, that's like a physical joke. It's like cheating. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, if my jokes he's won't fucking do hacked. it. Yeah, he's been fucking tickling yeah. 140 people every that's night. That's right. My, my fingers are props. Yeah. <laughs> Any old <laughs> dick I could fucking tickle people. I agree. Pryor did it. And uh, afterwards, I was like, oh, I'll save this. I videoed it. I got ahead of video of it. And I'm like, years from now, I'll think it's funny. And then I watched it a few years ago. And I was like, no, this isn't funny. I This can't come out. It was just so fucking embarrassing. When yeah. you started to tell the story. Oh, and I told the audience. Sorry, this is the biggest thing. I was thing. fucking talking, Blake. Oh, I'm t- sorry. You go ahead. No, I want you. No, I don't want to. I'm, I'm now. <laughs> Please. I'm now timid. I feel terrible. No, I'm timid now. I'm no, timid no, now. I'm well, Tim. timid. I'm Mike. I would uh, like for uh, you to finish your story. Oh, uh, well, thank you. This is Timid talking. So Timid was then in the middle of my set, said that um, Chip Chantry, a hilarious Philadelphia comedian, had uh, died in a car accident. I told the crowd that, <laughs> and someone believed me and started crying <laughs> because I didn't have a funny tone <laughs> in my voice. And then I had to tell, no, 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 he's alive. He's fine. Like, it was just such a fucking train wreck. Whoa. Timid seeds the floor to my... <laughs> Thank you, Timid. Anytime. Uh, when you first started to tell that story, I yeah. thought you were uh, leading to something else. Like on the very first podcast oh, I did, no. you were you might have been my first guest. Was this on Rainy Sundays? No, I did one before that with a uh, with a sworn enemy. Whoa. Um, yeah, and and Blake might have been my very first guest. It was here. It would be here, right? It no, it was an old city. And okay. I, you were like, I don't even know if you were eighteen yet. 
I better not. The hell I, be- I better Blake? what you guys did to me that day. I better admit it to you. <laughs> For what I had to do to get that slot. What the heck? What you did to my slot to get that slot. <laughs> um, that's great. That's it. I, I'm, yeah. I, God, I, I would love to find that. A sworn enemy. Yeah, I, I don't know if that still exists. Uh, our our um, hatred for one another still exists, but I don't know if that podcast episode still exists. Interesting. Damn blood feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, uh, you got so? I, obviously, that that reminded me of the the big local news story in Philly. There was that journalist that was murdered. Did you see that? Tale as old as time. He was murdered by a teenager. Tale as old as time. <laughs> yeah, he invited him over for a podcast, and he was a he was like a, a BLM activist journalist. Uh, and gay and he got murdered and uh, the, the part of the irony of it was like this was like a very inner city you know violent death and he had like all these tweets that were just like I'm sick of people saying that like Philly's getting too violent uh, newsflash gun violence is actually shocking going down this city is not what you think it is you're just like racist or whatever and he's you know like he anyway Every for every tweet that this dude had, where he was like, Mm-mm. his death—that's <laughs> how the murder death, happened. Yeah, and like he, that's what you get with Twitter Blue. You can get your yeah. characters to go, <laughs> not so fast. And uh, yeah, he was like, the city is actually not more violent, and the DA is good. And so he's violently, violently murdered in his own home. Uh, and Jesus, when was and, this? And he also had well. Sorry, this was like last week or two weeks. Very recent news, and uh, you know, so he's violently murdered by a black teen. Um, And so I'll spoil. Let me see if I can give you a hint as to the current uh, revelation. He also had tweets that were like, "I'm sick of people saying that." uh, uh, Fuck. Every 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 gay guy is also a pedophile. That's a harmful stereotype. And so it turns out that this this murder may have actually been retaliation for this guy grooming a uh, the the murderer when he was 15 years old and giving him meth and taking advantage of him because he was homeless. This guy was an oracle. He predicted every single thing <laughs> <laughs> that happened. Wait, does ha- wait does having sex with fifteen year old black homeless kids and giving them drugs let you see the future? Holy shit! Does it that- let you like? Is it like looking under a witch's eye patch to see your own death in the future? It definitely makes you listen to future. Nice. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I brought that up because I wanted to shift back. As I walked in, you guys said that you were talking about a very, very funny child abuse story. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I don't know how many of you listeners and viewers are familiar with uh, the Charlotte Hornets player, Miles Bridges. But he's been embroiled in a lot of bad boy business. Mm-hmm. And he recently violated a protection from abuse order. Mm. And uh, no good. However... It is the most cartoonishly bad violation that you could ever dream of. Tim, what do you think he did? Well, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say what the protection from abuse order was for? I believe abuse. <laughs> yes. No, I mean like who, who like yeah, You're a sorry. guy he dumped sorry. on <laughs> didn't want him yeah. to dunk on him <laughs> anymore. <laughs> You're not allowed to appear on any posters with this guy. <laughs> no, he, he beat up his ex-girlfriend and threatened her. And she's also the mother of his kids. And okay. he violated the order. How do you think he violated it? 
360 dunk. <laughs> he attacked her car with their kids inside of it with billiard balls. <laughs> now, was he throwing them or was he slamming them on the car? That's so funny. Hmm, <laughs> that's a, that does that's make a, a good question. Yeah. I'm was, was he, did he set up a little tiny ramp? Did he ski ball them yeah. at the car hard as fuck? <laughs> he did a mache into the fucking passenger side window. Uh, I don't know, but that would make a big difference. How many, how many billiard balls did he have? The whole set or like a couple of them? You should defend. You're you're really good, man. <laughs> Look, dude, I I'm need already to like in the middle now. I was yeah. I, I need was a picture painter. Girlfriend. Did he have you know fifteen? How many billiard balls are there? Fifteen, twelve. It is. It does make it less. Fourteen. Did he have fourteen? Are there fourteen? There might be fifteen. I don't know. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know. This is this is this is critical to, to the find story. Out, bitch. <laughs> I'll fucking show you. <laughs> You'll see. Danny, you might be the worst Googler I've ever met in my entire life. 22! Whoa! Oh, Damn! No One brown! No. <laughs> They're underrepresented! Yeah, if you give me 22, I could probably flip that car over. Like a Street Fighter level. So what, So he, he smashed up the car. He he hailstormed the car with uh, 22 billiard balls. And Tim, he's a massive dude as well. So those things were like, I mean, nothing. In his yeah, head. like mm -hmm. skittles. He's thick. Yeah, that is a that guy can fire those. Terrifying. Fuckers. Yeah, he probably he probably pierced some of the uh, exterior of the car with that shit. Yeah, and he has the eyes of somebody that's definitely hit dogs, and he looks mm. like he's always got <laughs> and skin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's I'm just being silly. Uh, and sedans. <laughs> does any did anyone get hurt? I don't think anybody was seriously injured, but it was unfortunately a violation of the protection from abuse order. So mm. I wonder if that was specifically in there. I wonder if he was just like, it didn't say anything about billiard balls in there. I read the entire It's like, thing. pool, you got to call yeah. like where you're going to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> the paperwork said 100 feet. I have a fucking cannon for an arm. I was 200 feet away from that fucking car. <laughs> he had a little billiard ball trebuchet. Yeah. <laughs> Dink. Nice. All right, let's pull it back. For fun, what if I got a protection from abuse order against you, Blake? That a would be fun, and what would the it would probably definitely be verbal. I would imagine because physically, I don't think you would mind anything I could possibly do. To you. <laughs> uh, I would bring up the tickling. tickle him. Yeah, the I tickling. Would, I would say um, hmm. maybe we could cut the podcast out for a few seconds and say during that five seconds, Blake ran over here and just really tickled. I did the devil out of me. That's why I'm sweating <laughs> so much and my fingers are mangled. <laughs> <laughs> Blake trying to like tickle Mike's gorilla body and is they're just bending. They're backwards. bending all they, different. Uh, <laughs> he's untickleable. I've never seen anything like it. That's how Gerben's hands ended up the way they did. Yeah, he tickled the wrong man. He yeah. tickled uh, Maestro Sykes. <laughs> Do you know who I'm talking yes. about? <laughs> I don't. Is, it's a it's a big fellow that you don't want to tickle. He was a massive dude. Really nice guy who was. Probably the comedy cabaret days of the like the Northeast open mic, I think, days of stand up. When did you start? Do you remember? I never went to the cabaret. No, okay, then I guess it was before that. But yeah, no, it was it was a reference that I couldn't help myself but making, but brought nothing. I'm glad Mike was to anything. For it. Yeah, no, of course. I could have just texted it to it to him <laughs> later. <laughs> hey, remember that part of the conversation? Well, what I was gonna say, but instead I didn't and said something better. But yeah, no, I would if you got that order against me. I would be very, very sad about it. And I think no. I would, um, I would break it. 
I wouldn't like throw <laughs> balls. I wouldn't throw billiard balls. I'd throw. I'd suck them. Yeah, I'd suck them. I'd, sw- I'd swallow. I would stand outside your house and start swallowing them all <laughs> until you call- until you came down to help Mike, me. Mike, we we were supposed to be together. <laughs> like, Blake, stop doing it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not stopping until you come down <laughs> and give me the Heimlich. You'd be a great uh, guy to have uh, stalking and attacking you at any turn because th- it would be tough to convince anyone that it was an actual threat. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> and that's the that's the you appeal. Could, you could terrorize somebody for a long time. And I've thought about it. I have I think about it all the time. What's the and most you think you've ever scared somebody? <laughs> the most I ever scared Oh, oh, here it is. So, um back during my drinking days, I went to a Flyers game in LA with my buddy and we got really drunk and then I had a mini basketball hoop in my uh in my place and we played one-on-one in my kitchen and kept sliding around and then i saw our neighbor was like this 80 year old asian woman and i just go watch this and i ran outside at her and then i gave her a big hug and picked her up and then carried her <laughs> to her front door and the the, the hollering <laughs> the, the, the scream and and then i was oh, like ah, ha, ha, and i like tapped her on the head and went yeah. back inside and that was tough that was a tough one to bet because there was also a language issue you can't apologize i mean that probably sounded like a rabbit it, it probably sounded like a rabbit in a pit bull's jaws you know what it was a rabbit actually <laughs> I catch a rabbit <laughs> it was a rabbit with a, a cloth duffel full of uh carrots under its arm <laughs> Shuffling slowly toward her own screen door. A carrot baguette. <laughs> that's uh, probably why you got cursed with all those, all those bad Chinatown bus experiences. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah, cause she did mum- mutter something and then light. Uh, ran her she, fingers along your cheek. She ran her fingers along my cheek and then lit like some light brush on fire and then <laughs> and then it went out. So yeah, I think that might have been why my buses are so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that's probably the most I scared someone i think and then every time an ex broke up with me i told him i was going to kill myself (laughs) (laughs) classic i'd ask yours but it's probably actually just scary yeah Yeah, you know like it's actually probably not frivolous and I think I'd have to think about that. Tim, have, have you ever been in a fight? I've, seen, been in a I've fight seen Mike. Before, I've, right? seen, I've seen Mike become a motherfucker before. Yeah, and it's not it's not scary in the sense that you think a guy's about to beat you up. It's scary in the sense that you don't typically see men become that emotionally unhinged. You know? Oh, that's it's, exciting. It's startling in a in a way that isn't quite physical. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, exciting. It's really fucked <laughs> Thank up, you, man. dude. It, 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 it's like the same thing as like if you if <laughs> Thank you. you man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, imagine like your second grade teacher uh, crying. <laughs> yeah, like screaming at the top of her yeah. lungs with tears running down her face, and the impact that that would have on you as uh, an eight year old. You know? Yeah, it's it's seeing someone lose it. Like, the, oh, oh, this person can do anything. They have no control over themselves right, right. now. Yeah, you start like fixing like your collar. You're just like, I can't <laughs> even know you're wearing a t-shirt. How do you? How do you even? <laughs> yeah. How how does one even get to a place like that? That's crazy. I did yell at a homeless guy by accident 
outside of helium once because i thought he was a stand-up comedian and i was leaving and i he was he was like you know talking to the people outside and i go oh shut up shut the fuck up shut up just shut your fucking goddamn fucking mouth shut up shut the fuck up and just started screaming at him at the top of my lungs and then got in an uber and it turns out he was a, a homeless person and not <laughs> that's funny because an open mic guy would have been way more been scared both. than the homeless yeah true <laughs> Yo, you yeah. sure it wasn't joey doherty <laughs> 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 the amount of times around. I gave Joey Doherty a $5 bill. I'm just messing around. Yeah. I don't mean to. I'm not being mean to anybody. No, I know. What's up? What about you, buddy? When have you uh, scared, scared the crap out of somebody? I don't know if I've ever scared anybody. I don't know that I'm capable of frightening somebody. You know? I got John and Jake pretty good this weekend. Uh, we stepped on an elevator at the same time, and as we started to go up, <laughs> I just screamed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just imagining feeling the elevator move when I stepped on it with Jake at the same time. <laughs> Whoa, okay. You start looking for like the documentation on the wall, like 1941. <laughs> capacity on this thing? Yeah, is this a Chinatown elevator? <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, man, I'm trying to think of scary stuff. You know, do you know the incident that I'm talking about with you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, man. <laughs> yeah, I yelled at a guy. Is is what what's the most scared you've another person has ever scared you? The you most remember? embarrassed I've been by yeah. being scared yeah. was at my first apartment that I had with my wife. I was in the bedroom and I heard noises coming. This was like late at night and I heard noises coming from the living room. And I assumed it was my wife and it just persisted. So I went out there I was like, what is she fucking doing? She wasn't there. I was calling her name, she wasn't there. I just I, I didn't know where she was. And uh I kept hearing the noise and I was like, it's coming from the, it's coming from the hallway. So I kept opening the door and going out in the hallway and there's a little laundry room out there. So I thought she was out there or somebody, my friend might've came by to fuck with me or something. I didn't know what was happening. And I swore it was coming from outside the apartment. Once I located that sound, I was like, all right, it's coming from out there. I heard it again. And then I opened the door another time. And I, at this point I'm angry and I'm looking in the hallway and nobody's there. And I come back in the apartment and I slam the door and then my wife burst out of the closet next to the front door. And it scared the shit out of me. It not only scared me, oh but it my, embarrassed me more than anything oh else. Oh my God. That, that a woman could scare me that badly. And the setup too, where if she had just popped out the first time, it wouldn't have been no, yeah. as bad. Like this went on, this was the a, a psychotic was, level Jesus of patience Christ. that this. <laughs> oh man. And I, and I know how no nonsense you went. I know how you, instantly you were just like, you think it's funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy jeez. Oh, is that what we do now? <laughs> <coughs> oh, my <Wow>. God. <laughs> yeah, but I was definitely scared then. Jeez. Another time, uh, this this was uh, actually there's some, uh, some stuff that I didn't want anybody to know that my friend and I were doing. So I used to sleep mm -hmm. over at my buddy Mike's house. Gay stuff. Mm. Not far off. But I used to sleep <laughs> over at my buddy Mike's house. And as soon as like we shut the door, his mom thought we were going to bed. But Mike was actually sending up to put on a farting fireworks display. What he would do was he would put his face down on the floor and toot his ass up as high as it would go. And he could just suck air in through his ass, I guess, huh. and shoot it back out and just fart for fucking what seemed hours on end. <laughs> so we're doing this. Like I'm sitting on the edge of the bed like this and Mike's ass is like maybe two feet away from me. And I'm just, it, nothing is, to this day, nothing's funnier. It's and I'm, <laughs> Mike's sitting in a rocking chair just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like an old photograph next to him. <laughs> but I'm sitting there staring at my friend's asshole while his face is on the ground and his stepdad bursts in the room to scare us. 
and then he saw me staring at his son's asshole. Oh my god, yeah. that, that runs the risk of him tub growing into your face. <laughs> <laughs> you were also hard of sight; you couldn't see very well. Is why you got so close. You have a very kind asshole. <laughs> I almost stepped on a rattlesnake once that like that really scared the living fucking shit out of me. It was all coiled up, just sinister looking bitch. Just, Where'd you see that bad boy? Oh, I saw that right near on Griffith uh, Griffith Park in uh, L.A. Yeah, nasty, just a nasty fuck of an animal. Did you ever go to the the spooky haunted picnic area at Griffith? Uh, yeah, it was an old zoo. Yeah, right. Yes, yeah. There's rattlesnakes all over that fucking place. I'm asking about ghosts. Did you have any ghost experiences there? Nah, I saw real life fucking serpents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, devil, the devil's dick itself. <laughs> Hissing at me, rattling at me with its, its sphincter. Yeah, I hate, yeah. But no, I didn't see any ghosts. Did you? I did not know. I never went are to that Jewish? picnic area. <laughs> Sorry, you're Jewish. Am you, I have to tell yeah. us. you have to tell yeah. us if you're Jewish. You have to tell us. Yeah. No, I, I did not. <laughs> oh, okay. No. But yeah, there's a haunted picnic area where apparently a couple was making love, I think in the nice. 60s maybe or 70s, mm -hmm. and a tree fell on them and, and killed them both. And apparently anytime they've tried to move, this tree is still there. Anytime they try to move the tree, something bad has happened to whoever tried to move it. Whoa. Is this verifiable? Did you Google this or... I did Google it. Okay. There's no concrete evidence that any of this happened. However, it is fun to believe. It is fun yeah, to believe. Yeah, yeah. That's, how I, that that's how I like to live my life, actually. I like any sex-based haunting. Mm. They're the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't see myself simping in the afterlife. No. Absolutely not. That's going to uh. be me time. That's where I think I would like to visit strip clubs as, as a ghost. Hmm. Nobody bothers you. Mm, everyone tells me you're the most you're the ghost with the most here <laughs> there's a ghost stripper on stage that just everyone just keeps ignoring because they can't see just like in real life <laughs> it's like no it's not because you're a ghost it's because you're ugly <laughs> you're disgusting ew you are you actually beautiful <laughs> no no Blake Israel or Palestine <laughs> <laughs> knife to your head knife to my head uh, which team are the Jews? <laughs> That's my answer. Yeah. I don't know. Which one's Arabs? Which one's Jews? Well, smart money is always Jews. Yeah. That's always yeah. smart. And you, mm -hmm. and you go long on it, obviously. They, they, they've been known to take some pretty abrupt L's, but like long game, dude, undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's where the save. Is Palestine the children's horror author? Oh, no. You're, you're thinking of, uh, bold doll. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Goosebump series, I think, coming out on a, that, and that's why I'm, what I'm here to promote. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, well, Palestine's juice bumps. Juice bumps. Juice bumps. <laughs> that's juice bumps. Juice bumps. Juice bumps. Mm -hmm. I was listening not to. Uh, mention another podcast on here but i was listening to mark maron's podcast today uh arnold schwarzenegger's on it and he makes me laugh harder than i think anyone in the history of the fucking world well, on per like he's yeah. really funny and and also his whole way where did you watch his documentary that came out like a some few, of it like, yeah it's he's the best i never thought i would walk away from that being like oh this guy's the fucking best where in the interview he keeps like 
just calling everyone a fucking idiot, you know, where he, like Barry is like uh, he was promoting a book where there's seven steps to a positive life or something. And Mark Marin goes like, who says there's seven steps? And Schwarzenegger's like, the publisher, fucking idiot. He says this book would be too long if there were 10. So he said there has to be seven. Why can't we just make, it's a fucking book, just make more pages. <laughs> just die. I was just, makes me die. Yeah. Yeah, I love Arnold. I wonder where he stands on Israel-Palestine. He's probably got some pretty good answers about it. I bet he does. I bet he could fucking fix it if someone just would ask him. You know, someone just ask him. You know what's been really fucking me up is uh, the people uh, like getting very into like face value takes and like investing in it. And, yeah. Like, the, actually, the whole industry around face value takes. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 Krasensteins on on Twitter and stuff like that. I'm so fascinated with this. I'm so fascinated with people who are just like trying to come up with like the most like complete view of just like global propaganda in the world. And I guess obviously, you know, I'm an idiot because that makes tons of money. But then you get like the amateurs, like i.e. the dumbest friends that you have yes. who are just like pointing to it and going like, see, this is what I've been telling you guys about. And everyone fucking tells me to shut up. Yeah. Do they have Dave Musters over there? That's a, that's a great question. Say they do. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what if we... They just have Busters. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Buster, he killed himself this year. No. Yep. I, and I didn't know this, but Dave had already been dead. Predictable. So now we don't have Dave or Buster. He was a widow. Wait, yeah. Dave widowed Buster. Jesus. But what I was going to say is perhaps we could get uh, some of their dignitaries in the same Dave and Busters together. And instead of having a, a sit-down meeting in a typical sense where it's like a a long table where there's just a couple of jugs of water out there. Or yeah, or you're in like a, a giant mm-hmm. like UN assembly building that's like a giant lecture hall. Yeah, like you gotta you can't. fucking hold the headphones up and be like, uh, actually no dickhead. You cannot yeah. broker peace in that kind of setting. No, no, no. It would no. have to happen at a Dave and Buster. We gotta get them doing ketamine on a party bus. <laughs> yes. Get Netanyahu on one side and on the other side. I don't know if they have a leader on the other side. Do they? Um, let's assume I haven't gotten do. that far with they the can probably situation. get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But whatever. Yeah, you know, Hamas, Hamas. Send, send like your coolest homie. Don't, don't bring us like the guy who's wearing like a mil- military beret, but he's also got like a belly and like he doesn't really do anything and he just kind of like orders guys in flip flops <laughs> to shoot rockets. <laughs> send your coolest homie. Mm-hmm. And actually, I would say Netanyahu. Maybe you even hang back on this one. You send a cool bro. Mm-hmm. Get these guys together. Like flash some titties in their face, right? And I guarantee, within an hour and a half, they're going to be saying, "Like, damn, I didn't realize that." Like, we do kind of hold the same things valuable yeah. in some ways. And you know, what? you get them at Dave and Buster's. You play a little mini basketball. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Damn, they should be calling you nothing but Net and Yahoo." <laughs> that's a starting point. That is that's something. Come the to the table of a dialogue. Yeah. yeah, and that's and and that's what we're missing, dude. Like we're like they didn't even they didn't even talk to each other, man. They're like blowing each other up and then both of them run to like social media to be like, can you see, did you see how they were so mean to our infants and something? And it's like, dude, don't fucking talk to us. Uh, this has we have a perfectly good me. Dave and Buster's right here that I'm we can right. all hang out <laughs> Yeah. I have a $100 in- gift card burning a hole in my fucking pocket. I'll I, pay. I can go to two different Dave and Buster's any day of the week right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't fucking come to me and tell me about all these headless children. Thank you. Fucking, you guys work that shit out. It's not fucking bothering me. How bad do you think you'd miss a headless baby? Uh, like not notice it while walking down the street <laughs> or, <laughs> or like not decapitate it or what do you mean all right so if you're the parent of, like a, headless, a, of a headless baby mm-hmm. like i mean we we've, we've been dads for decades like you would 
we'd be crestfallen if one of our kids just went away. However, if like you had a headless baby right now, it's like, I've only known this kid for six months. Yeah. But you know, <clears> I only <throat> had so much experience with that head. I, I, I yeah. pondered this. Please. When you have a very small child like that and they and they die suddenly, obviously it's a tragedy. But then when your kids reach, you know, their late teens, you go, if I lost you early on, you know, I love all the stuff that we've, all the time that we've had together. I wouldn't even know to appreciate you this way. However, when they're still a little baby and they're still mm -hmm. very young, you're just so maxed out on all the shit that you do for them that if they died, you'd just be like, I can't believe that was for nothing. I'm That's so pissed. Such an honest, yeah. I'm so pissed. Are you serious, dude? I'm. This is the most tired I've ever been, and now it's like it was for nothing. That's what I assume it's like, and I can't speak to it because I mean, obviously, it's too painful for most people to even you know. Come. But Tim, not even just child death, but just a baby losing his head, his head coming off. Well, they, it feels like it's barely on there to begin with. Mm -hmm. You know, I I kind of assumed I, even on my third kid, I was just like, how is this thing's barely held together at all? So. Head coming off, you go, I, I told you guys. I told you guys that thing <laughs> I was loose. You knew this. Yeah. I told yeah. you guys that thing was barely attached this whole time, and everyone told me it's normal. Yeah, what if what if Hamas is just, like, playing roughhousing with the, with the babies that shouldn't be roughhoused with yet, and that's how the heads come off? That's the story that has yet to been tol uh, be told. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a dad. Like, I don't have any kids yet, so I can't comprehend it. I lost a baseball glove once. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so I think, and that was f fucking horrible. Mm -hmm. Horrible. It was a first baseman's mitt. Yeah. Of, which is, of course, more valuable than the individually fingered gloves. So, <laughs> can't imagine. Hard, well, well, and hard. I won't. And I won't imagine. Yeah, sorry so, if that makes sorry, me a bad sorry guest. Even bring that up. Yeah, sorry <clears throat> if that makes That's me a my bad, bad guest. Dude. I, I don't think okay. you could you could put a price on uh, maintaining a baseball glove. No, for years I tried to get a baseball <laughs> glove restrung, and I couldn't find anybody to do it. So it's just I had to be done with that glove. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. There was eventually a guy that I found on the internet, but he's like, yeah, it's going to be like 160 bucks. I was like, buddy, I only paid 40 for this. Yeah, I'll buy a new fucking glove. Right. But. I and I, and this, this Jose Mesa signature is not going <laughs> to fucking wash off when you do it, right? <laughs> was that his name? The guy with the blue glove, the, the closer? Yeah, the Cleveland Indians guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, miss him. He's probably dead. Yeah, he did look like a professional wrestler, so he wasn't long for this. Earth. No, 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 no. Awake apnea, I think is what he, he, he actually of. lost his head, too. Yeah, he did. His head fell off. <laughs> well <clears throat> this seems like the perfect time for us to uh take a little break head over to the patreon mm. Blake, can you stick around for another hour of course what would you like to promote other than your uh new horror series uh, <laughs> other than my new horror series and and it is uh streaming somewhere um my uh stand-up special came out uh like a week and a half ago so nice. yeah it's called blake wexler daddy long legs it's on youtube and it's uh, great. I, I love the way that it came out. People have been enjoying it. So, yeah, Blake Wexler, Daddy Long Legs on, on YouTube. Timbo. Uh, <clears throat> I have a couple of things that I need to talk to you guys about. Number one, <laughs> I am still fighting Luis J. Gomez. It's on November 4th. It's in St. Pete, Florida. Uh, you can go to carnivalofcombat.com to get tickets for it. I believe it will also be streamed. Um, and I've just been working hard, very hard for this uh, very stupid idea. Uh, I'm realizing that like I have an unhealthy uh, reaction to being challenged in some things. I don't consider myself an extremely competitive person, but being challenged, I go, of course. And so I've put a lot of work into this. Um, Team Rattlesnake is in ruins as far as I can tell. But uh, I'm, you know, as far as I know, I'm showing up and, and, and punching people. Um, also, Cleveland and St. Louis next weekend. 
the 19th, I'm in Cleveland. 20th and 21st, I'm in St. Louis. You can go to timbutterly.com to find tickets. I this is this is me. This is me going out on my own, seeing seeing what we can make of this whole thing. I need you to be there and be a part of it. I need you to probably bring weed and we can smoke. <laughs> we can get very high out front afterwards. Let's just let's just have a really great time and uh, and I mean, this be part of the rise basically. Be part of the ascent and and I I promise you won't regret it. Congrats, man. Thank you. And then also uh, obviously go um, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtubecom butterly and. Uh, we we just filmed another. I know the, the 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 production process for this second batch of uh, field tripping episodes has taken forever, and I've been distracted by Skankfest and this boxing match and just a million different things. But we are still plugging away on it, and we're making a lot of real a, a ton of really fun content in the meantime. Um, I think tonight we're doing a Halloween spooktacular, possibly. Oh. Um, so yeah, go follow my YouTube channel, and uh, yeah, well, the, the most recent episode we, we just uh, filmed was we went to an armored medieval combat event. That's but, sick. Yeah, that was a really good time. It was hosted by uh, Chris Fagan and Mike Harrington. We had a blast there. And I can't wait to just share more shit with you guys. So um, I think that's all my stuff. I don't think I have anything else to bother you guys about for now. Thank you. And uh, before we go, we're about to head over to patreon.com slash podcast. If you're not a patron yet, just join us. Pay whatever you want. Just get over there. We'll be there in about 10 minutes. Uh, aside from that, I'm... October 31st, I'll be at Helium with uh, the great Jimmy Gillespie. And uh, November 4th, I'll be at Fat Lady Brewing, another Jimmy Gillespie production. Hell yeah. So I'm happy to be doing those with him. And then also check out Little Stinkers. We recently went to the fucking Clown Motel in Tonopah, Nevada. Very fucked up place. Then we went to uh, retrace the steps of the Donner Party. And we'll have the videos for that coming out soon. That was a ton of fun. Also, oh, this is big news. If uh, you bought on Perks, or if you haven't bought it yet, if you bought it, thank you. If you haven't bought it yet, I'm imploring you now to do so, because uh, I'm arranging some very fun stuff. Um, up until, if you order before December 31st, I'm going to include you for a chance to be my guest for a weekend with the Rain Train. And what I'm doing is the first ad meet of the new year, I'm going to select a random order number. Actually, whoever our guest is going to do the selection, and whoever that person is, I'm going to pay for your airfare. I'm going to pay for a hotel for you for the weekend. You're going to come hang out with me. We're going to go to my favorite pizza place. We are going to, this is going to happen either next spring or next summer where the trip's going to happen. You're going to come with me, Chris Wood, and Ryan Shaner to a Phillies game. You are going to be invited to a private showing of MacGruber, the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> and then we're going to cap the weekend off for with a Philly true crime tour with me, John Del Calo, and Jake Matera. So going to add a few more surprises along the way, but it's going to be a ton of fun. And... There are no fucking caveats. Like, if the winner happens to be from fucking Australia, you are going to get picked, and you are going to fly to Delco for three days from fucking Australia. So please go to onperks.com. That's O-N-P-E-R-C-S.com. If you buy any version of the book, whether it's the print copy, the ebook copy, the audiobook copy, or all three, you're eligible to take part in this. And I can't wait to pick somebody. And uh, I am really hoping it's not a hot woman that wins because I don't know how I'm going to explain that to my yeah. wife. But <laughs> if that's the way the cookie crumbles, that's the way the cookie crumbles, baby. Yeah, just any any entries with the name Desiree, just like... Yeah. Mm, uh, it turns out it was a guy named Greg! Yeah, woo! <laughs> give it up for Greg! Who's Brenna McKenna? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so if you're a 220-pound Latina that ends up winning, just keep that shit on the down uh, I'm just going to tell my wife that nobody won. But <laughs> I'll come to you. Yeah. <laughs> but this is going to be a blast, and I, I can't wait to, to make this one of the best weekends that you've ever had <laughs> on Perks.com. But yeah, we're going to head over to Patreon now. Join us over there. If you're not a patron yet, pay whatever the fuck you want. Just, just come join us over there.